a proud member of the Earglue Media family of podcasts. You're listening to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast dedicated to helping gamers not suck. Our two-step program of Sack Up and Get Good can help even the worst gamers just be bad. Crowley reviews the latest titles, news, and issues. Here he is, your host, Bad Gamer Crowley. Get good, scrub. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, episode 65. We're calling this a hodgepodge because there's just a ton of stuff to go over this week. And to help me do so, I am joined once again by Joe. Joe, thank you for coming back to the show. Thanks for having me, Crowley. Yeah. I don't I don't know why you're here, but you're here again. Like I just can't get rid of you. Uh but I'm we a do have plague. A, well, <laughs> you're a plague on my soul. Uh joining us this week, we do have a very special guest, Adam Santiago. Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous. Thanks for having me, Crowley. Appreciate you. Hey, uh thank thanks for being here. We've, we do have a lot of stuff to cover, but before we do, Adam, you want to just kind of introduce yourself to everybody and kind of give them the rundown of who you are and what you game on and all that good stuff. 100%. Adam Santiago, you know, I game PS4, I game Xbox, I game PC, playing a whole lot of Red Dead online. You can catch me there right now. Uh still trying to find out Shop Spider-Man Red Dead came out before I could get there. So really <laughs> trying to knock that out of the park when I can. Uh, but, you know, love pretty much all things Xbox. I know Crowley's going to hate on that a little bit here, uh, but that's all right. A little bit. A little. No, I'm going to hate on that a lot. I, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. We own uh, we own about 33% more of the market here in the U.S. than you guys do. So uh, I, don't I don't know if that's the case. We'll get to that a little bit later. It's going to be fun to talk about that. Uh, welcome, both of you. Uh, let's just start with Adam. Are you ready for Christmas? You know, I think I'm almost there. I think about 85% of the way there. Still kind of a few of those uh, little wayward gifts to get, you know. Still want yeah. to pick up the uh, the newest FIFA for a buddy of mine. Uh, but but I think I'm, I'm about there. I'm about there. What, what is FIFA? FIFA 19. You don't play the soccer? The what football? The football? No, I don't play the football. No. Oh, you got to get on it. You got to get on it. It's, uh, it's a good time. You sound like Albert. Joe, are you ready for Christmas? If by ready for Christmas you mean haven't started shopping yet, then yeah, I'm all set. I love it. Perfect. Joe doing Christmas the way only Joe can do Christmas. I'm all set. Thanks for asking, guys. I got the wife all set. She is squared away. I got the kiddo all set. She's squared away. I got the parents, my sister, my my nieces, uh, my nephew all, all squared away. They are ready to go. Good to go. And I actually got two of my Christmas gifts early. And I will just share them with you now because they're so awesome. One of them is a 700 count cigar winador was going to ask about the cigar situation so yeah. it sounds pretty hefty it is uh it's it's awesome that one is all set up now ready to go it's got all of my non-cuban sticks in it stogies there are awesome plus the wife got me a very nice box of davidoff year of the dog cigars that she allowed me to put in the brand new winador i know the two of you are going i don't know what that means just know that those are a piece, $39 for one cigar. That's each. That's each, yes. That's, that's a, a lot to just light on fire. Uh, so when I, I'll tell you this funny story before we just kind of get into it. I was smoking uh, an open Opus X one night. Uh, it's a it's a $25 cigar. And she, she looked at me and she goes, that's just like lighting a $25 bill on fire. And I looked at her 
And I said, we don't have $25 bills here in the U.S. And she said, fine. That's like smoking a $20 bill and you lit it on. You lit it with a $5 bill. She's got you there. That's good. That, yeah, that's, that's 100% factual, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's accurate. That is. She, she, she has me there. So I'm good on the cigar front. The other wine door that I have is full of commie sticks. I now call that my commie door. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Oof. That's good. That's good. Whether or not you like it, it's still good. Let's just jump into it. So we're talking about Christmas, right? Let's talk about some last minute Christmas gifts for those for those friends, for those family members that might game. Uh, Adam, like, what, what do you got on your list here? This short list of, of like last minute gifts. You've already said FIFA. Like, what else you got? I think a hundred percent. If you're looking to get a gift for a gamer, once. Any week now, Rockstar should announce their microtransactions. And I know they're working on the economy. But make it a little bit easier on your buddies, your boyfriend, or or your girlfriend, or whoever's out there. Get them some gold bars. It goes a long way, I think. Right? (laughs) Yeah, no, it does. I suppose gold bars is a good, like, just give them a gift card for the PSN store. Yeah. I mean, 100%, I, I think it's a great idea. Listen... People are going to be playing this game, and the money's going to go, right? Better to get the stuff early, I think. I mean, I suppose that brings up a good point. Joe, are you going to spend money in Red Dead Redemption? Um, Possibly. We'll see. With the way the economy is now, I might not need to. It's tough. Yeah, they've so. kind of fixed it. We'll get to that. They're working on better. it. They're doing. They're doing great stuff. They're doing great stuff. Yeah. No, it was. It was nice the other night. Uh, Joe, what, what what's on your short list? Uh, like, give me something there. I think if you're shopping for somebody that games and you're looking for ideas, if you've got access to their wish list, you can grab a game or two from off there. Or maybe if not, you're always safe grabbing PSN or Xbox or Nintendo game gift cards for their online thing. Let them pick what they want. Yeah, and I'm not sure what day we're going live, guys, but Amazon's got that uh, the 12 days of deals going on right now. You can get stuff like Spider-Man and Hitman literally 20, 30 you know, bucks off. That's actually a good deal. I don't know if that'll still be going on. The show should, like, we're recording on what? The, the 9th of December should be live by the 10th of December. So, who, I don't know. I, like, it, it'll I, still be going on then. So, if they, I mean, if somebody's listening, you haven't grabbed a gift yet, and they don't have Spider-Man or Hitman, solid games, lots of replay value, 20, 30 bucks off. You can't, you can't beat that, really. No, you, you can't. You can't beat that with a stick. I know a certain uh, Ear Glue Media director of operations that needs Spider-Man. And Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, he's just slacking. He's he slacking. Is, he's he so is, far behind. Right. So maybe maybe that'll be his Christmas gift this year. Uh, I, look, on mine, I'm just going to throw it out here because I'm going to talk about it uh, a little bit later, but VR. Like whether it's Oculus Rift or whether it's PSVR, if you haven't got that gamer in your life, something for Christmas, get them a VR unit. Yes, they're expensive, but this is the future of gaming. I cannot stress that enough and beyond that have you guys caught the the latest oculus commercials fantastic absolutely hilarious right like they are they're really going after the non-gamer market because they're they're showing that you can watch movies on it which i think is a great idea well there's just so many more uses than just gaming right and gaming's a huge thing i'm super stoked for games like you know creed for example right and some of the stuff they're really getting into but i think that even just watching the basketball game with your buddy like actually being able to turn and look at his avatar and talk and then look back at the game. There's some value there, I think. Right. Well, and, and Facebook is, is 
notably leaning out of the gaming market with their Oculus stuff. Uh, I mean, they canceled the Rift 2, and they're talking a lot more about the uh, Oculus Go as a social platform instead of a gaming device. So you're seeing, I mean, some of that watch with friends stuff is them pivoting a little bit from just a gaming device to more of a social device. And it's a smart pivot. I think that Sony's going to end up having a lock on the gaming VR. You know, I, I think that they're doing some really good stuff. I, I think that being able to watch a movie with my buddy that lives a couple hundred miles away, right? There's a lot of value there. Yeah, no, I think there is some value there for the non-gamer for sure. It'll be interesting to see if Facebook can bring VR into the social realm and kind of out of just the gamer realm. But I think you're right. Sony does. Uh, they, they do put out a, a, a less expensive product. I don't know. I wouldn't say it's a, a cheaper product, but it is less expensive. Certainly the Oculus Rift is more powerful, but for, mo- for the money, PSVR is where it's at. There are bundles out there. Go check them out. That's on my short list. Uh, another one, gaming chairs, right? Do, you, do either of you two own a gaming chair, like a DX Racer brand of gaming chair? No, I don't. Never I would like life. one. Oh, they're so comfortable. I'm sitting yeah. in one right now. It is a, I would love a, one. I'm sitting in a crappy office chair that is same. I've got on, a, its, I've got on its last chair. leg. <laughs> Have you guys seen that video where the guy, he's got he, he's got yes. one of these chairs in the background. He stands up. They're like, what are you sitting on? He's sitting on like this old chair. Like that wooden chair. It's a kitchen chair. Yeah, he's got like the, uh, the green screen has a fake gaming chair in the background. Yeah, it's just glorious but these chairs are the most comfortable chairs yes they are expensive but for the gamer in your life nothing is too good for them right folks again Uh, same as the vr though if you got to go with one of those are your big gift that year i think right i mean vr you're looking spending 300 to you know however much you want to get into a gaming chair minimum your spends probably 150 plus and you're you're really looking higher than that yeah Yeah, i I don't like anybody enough to spend that much well, yourself, I think, is what Crowley was getting to. I think Crowley was talking going. about if you want to get yourself something real nice. I don't it. like myself enough to spend that well, much on there me. you go. All right. Look, I'm telling you, I'm sitting in a DX racer chair now, Joe. You could do curls comfortably while doing this podcast, because I'm sure that's what you're doing right now. Uh, let's I just can't talk, confirm or deny that. Yeah, That's what I thought. Let's talk games real quick that are on the short list. Uh, so we'll start with Adam. Adam, you said FIFA. Uh, besides a communist sport, what else What else uh, do you uh, uh, recommend for the last second shopper? So I've been looking or listening to the podcast rather for the last couple weeks, and you're both going to hate me for this. I'm just going to say it. Call of Duty Black Ops 4. It's fun. It's easy to get into. You know the platform. And it, frankly, the game's really good, man. Uh, we'd like to thank you for coming on. Um, <laughs> have yourself a good night and Merry Christmas. No, I'm just joking. No, I, I think that's fair, especially for players that like the feel of Call of Duty and are big into the uh, Battle Royale game mode. I think that's kind of a good grab for them. It's just not doesn't appeal to me. It's not. No, nah, it doesn't appeal to me either. I know though that somebody from our Discord, uh, Shiners, picked it up, and he and Star Lord have been geeking out over it. I yeah, whatever. It's no. it's a solid game, and like I said, you can get it on sale on Amazon right now for I think it's forty seven bucks. You can get it at GameStop for between forty and fifty five. I think on sale right now, depending on what week it is this month. You know what I mean? Um, another just solid pick. You, they, whoever you get it for is going to get a lot of value out of it if they like fun shooters. It's a good time. Yeah, that's probably that's. That, I, I suppose that's fair. Joe, what's on your short list? Uh, 
depends on what the what your your uh, beneficiary here is has played so far. I think right now you're going to see a lot of the game of the year caliber games hit cheap prices, um, and I think grabbing any of those that you haven't played would be a great idea. And you know, Spider Man's cheap right now. Um, Dead Cells will probably be on sale in the Steam store during the holiday sale. Everything will. Uh, God of War will probably hit a holiday Oof. sale. I mean, you're looking at. Oof. Yeah, well, just because you don't like it doesn't mean everybody else won't. <laughs> Secret time. I haven't played God of War yet, and I'm don't. 100% buying it for myself for Christmas. I, no, 100% yep, don't buy it. It's a terrible no, game. No, totally buy it. It's no, great. No, for sure it's not a terrible game. If you beat out Red Dead at the Video Game Awards, it, it's a solid game. Yeah, we'll get into the Video Game Awards a little bit later, but it's crap. Look, if you want to really piss off Kotaku and stick it to him, get Soul Calibur Six. Make yourself a character with some big boobs. That right there is what <laughs> you should do. I'm telling you that's on the short list. Uh, I would also pick up Dead Cells. We covered that last week. I think that's that's a, a, a pretty de- decent game, especially maybe for some of your uh, tweens. I wouldn't certainly wouldn't give it to a seven-year-old. But, you know, you're 12, 13, 14, 15-year-old, probably good for them, uh, as well as Civilization VI for the Switch is something. And WWE 2K19, you can never go wrong with violence and over-dramatic acting. WWE is always a good time. And I think Dead Cells is a smart pickup for 20 bucks. Again, a lot of enjoyment for 20 bucks, right? Yeah, no, I agree. I, You know, it's not terrible. It's not a terrible game. I think that's where I rated it's not it last week. the worst week. game of all time. Not, that's right. I it's love not Superman that game. 64. I love it. Yes, we know. We know you love it. You love it. Terrible things. You can play it while you're doing curls. Uh, let's just jump into gaming news because there's a ton of it this week. Uh, and the very first thing that we are going to cover is how the PS4 has overtaken Xbox. Fake news. It is not fake news. It is now being 100% predicted. 100% fake news, not in America only, globally. It's now predicted that the PS4 has outsold the lifetime sales of the Xbox 360. Uh, now, I will put this uh, link. It's to the express.co.uk uh, entertainment website. So it's it's Brit it's British. I, so I can't verify, you know, how, but at least it's not Kotaku. Statistically it looks like the sales in Europe and Asia are are definitely outperforming Microsoft. But here at home, here in America, the old Xbox has done about forty five million units, whereas PlayStation's done a few less at about thirty five. Oh, and, and you're your also comparing is, the Xbox 360 that's, that's at 45. Less. The Xbox One is not even in that ballpark. Also, worldwide sales are way more important than just U.S. sales because when it comes to getting third-party devs to sign on to your platform, they want to know how many installs they have, not how many installs they have in one region. Especially I don't know because about most that. These, I'm an American. Most, <laughs> yeah, you are, but you're not making games or selling them. Adam Santiago, bring in the fire. Coming like in hot. It. These colors don't run. The old red, white, and blue, baby. <laughs> Joe, I like this guy. It's hilarious. Uh, all right. Well, you know, Xbox One still sucks. True. Sorry. I mean, like, there's the. it's a giant paperweight. If you can I, name. I don't understand. Do you hate fun? Is that what it is? You don't like, you don't like fun? <laughs> Just please tell or me. Freedom? You don't, you don't, fun or freedom? Please tell me you don't play semen thieves on that 
abomination of a machine. 100% I would never install that piece of garbage on my machine. Well, at least we're in agreement there. Perfect. Right now I'm only really into living a cowboy lifestyle on the open range. <laughs> hunting down these animals and getting these skins from these pelts. I want to see a Pirates versus Cowboy game now. Like, that's what I want to see. Let's Who can make that happen for me first? Uh, speaking of garbage, terrible games that are on fire in a dumpster, Fallout 76 just cannot get out of this hole that they have dug for themselves. I think we need a weekly segment called Bethesda Apologizes For, and we can just <laughs> fill in the blank, because here we are once again with another apology, another <laughs> week. This is ridiculous. It is. I, I had such high hopes. I love the Fallout franchise. I really do. All yeah, the games me too, me too. Stupid fun, and I just don't understand why they think they could make this kind of game. This, it just, it, it, I understand the money grab. I get it, right? I, I, I get it. They want to make money. But boy, they just screw this up after screw this up after screw this up. How many chances do you get? It's not even all in-game stuff. It's all the stuff around it that they're screwing up also. They can't do anything right at all anywhere. Yeah, so the the Fallout 76 support uh, leaked players' personal information for the entire world to see. Now, they did apologize. Uh, they said, here's, I'm going to read their full statement. It's on Twitter under uh, at Bethesda support. We experienced an error with our customer support website that allowed error. some customers to view support tickets submitted by a limited number of other customers during a brief exposure window. Upon discovery, we immediately took down the website to fix the error. We are still investigating this incident and will provide additional updates as we learn more. During the incident, it appears that the username name contact information and proof of purchase information provided by a limited number of customers on their support ticket requests may have been viewable by other customers accessing the customer support website for a limited time, but no full credit card numbers or passwords were disclosed. We plan to notify customers who may have been impacted. Okay. So fallout 76 first, it tried to kill itself. It tried to uninstall itself from your hard drive. Then it shut down the Xbox. Then it would shut down your Xbox because it's, it's like you shouldn't play this terrible game. Please just turn it off. Get and, rid of this. Right. And now they're like, mm, we're just going to dox all of our players. Here, here, Here's all their personal information. Find them. This is ridiculous. How would you like your in-game griefer to show up at your house, knock on your door, and say hello? Right. So we talked about this last week where they had to ban some people for saying some really nasty, mean things while harassing these players. It's not hate speech, Joe. Sorry. Totally hate speech. Totally Definitely. But, we can't have this argument again. No, but we can agree that what they said was egregious. What they did was egregious. Yes. And now these, like... You could have their address or they could have the address of the guys they were griefing. Like, this is the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever seen. This may be the first time in recent memory that I can remember a game developer, a publisher has had this happen. Now, I know it's happened countless times on, on PlayStation and Xbox. Like, this is just a thing, right? We live in the digital age. Your information is probably going to get leaked somewhere, somehow, or hacked. But that wasn't the case here. It wasn't hacked. It was Bethesda screwed up. It was on their servers. It makes no sense whatsoever. 
people could go in and edit other people's tickets. Yeah. Yeah, this was this was particularly egregious, but it's okay. They apologized. <laughs> That's all that matters, right? As long as you get the apology. Oh, man. If you spent money on this just trash fire, this is a landfill that is on fire that is going to burn for years. This is just ridiculous and egregious on a level that I can't I can't fully comprehend. If you spent money on this abomination of a game, you deserve everything you're getting. Makes no sense, though. I mean, it really... Talk about a colossal screw-up, right? I mean, on a game that's already been plagued from the jump with these stupid bags and all these other issues, I mean... What's the straw that breaks the camel's back here, right? This game this game makes a really good case to stop pre-ordering games. Especially most of us are buying them digital now. We can buy them day of and have them right away. Stuff like this. I mean, people who pre-ordered this game had no idea what they were getting into. And that's a good point because you, you pre-order the game in good faith that it's going to be a, a at least a 90% done game. I mean, all games have you know, day one patches now. I don't think we're ever going to get past that. That again, we no. live in the digital age. That is just a, a, a something we need to learn to live with. However, this game is probably not 50% done. This is, we've said it before. I'll, I'll continue to say it again. It's just hot garbage. There's nothing good about this game. And they used the fallout name to create a huge hype train. Then they used things like this canvas bag that didn't even roll out canvas in these pictures to create these promotions and say, oh, look at all these cool things we're going to give you. Please buy now, buy now. They are going to run out limited number. And that creates kind of a, a market based on lies, right? Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I mean, so I, I guess it begs the question, will either of you two buy a Bethesda game again? Joe, let's start with you. Yeah, I will. I know I will. Ugh, that's so I'll buy sad. the next Elder Scrolls, but I, what I'll tell you what I won't do is I won't order it. I won't pre-order it. I will waiting be waiting to see what we have before I do it. You're gonna wait to see if it's suicidal and bipolar. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay. I, and honestly, there's no there's no real good reason to pre-order anymore. I mean, they had their place when you were going to get the game at the store, but it. it I mean, this just makes me feel like. Pre-ordering is unnecessary gambling. I mean, you could end up with this. What's worse, pre-ordering or loot boxes at this point? Oof. That's <laughs> tough. Adam, are you are you going to purchase a, a Bethesda game? Listen, I'm a single-player RPG nut, right? I've got all the, the, the Elder Scrolls games. I've got all the, you know, Fallout games. I'm going to buy their next single-player game, right? That's It's going to happen. But... Well, but like, why? Like Joe was just saying, I'm not going to be pre-ordering and I'm going to be very, very wary of the product they're putting out. I'm, I'm not, I only buy a certain number of games a year anyway, right? Whether it's 12 or 15 or whatever it turns out to be. I, I, I don't buy every game that comes out. So I'm going to be a little bit more careful with my gaming dollars. They haven't totally lost me up because of this, but they have definitely severely damaged how much good faith I have with them. Hundred percent. Yeah, they they ruined a lot of really good will they had, and they were they were probably my favorite developer before this, other than like Blizzard. You know what I mean? And uh, they're they're uh, it's rough, rough. It is rough. You know what else is rough? When you go to purchase a game, 
and you buy the wrong one. How many times has that happened to you, Joe? Joe, this, is, how, like how this, many? This article is literally the dumbest thing I have read in my entire life, and I read what you say every day, Crowley. Uh, Adam, how many times have you went out to buy a game and you purchased the wrong one? Man, I got to tell you the real number here. Uh, it's a big fat zero. So it's it, that doesn't happen. Listen, I don't know if you went out drinking before you decided to hop onto your your game and and, and buy your your Mario Party or whatever the case is. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Here's what I do know. You got to be an idiot to make that happen. You got to be pretty stupid. Gita Jackson, a writer at Kotaku wrote an article called Help, I Accidentally Bought Mario Party Instead of Smash Brothers. <laughs> Did you article... just see a picture of Mario and go for it? I don't understand. I don't I, either. This none of the... the words are the same other than nothing. Yes, it's not like not a one Super thing. Mario Party. <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever. This proves my point that Kotaku is trash. Kotaku is full of idiots. Uh, you know, maybe she's got a niece that she's going to give it to. I, I don't know. I don't know. But here's the deal. Dumb as a box of rocks. Here, again, I will link this article in the show notes so that you two can read this tragedy that Gita Jackson had to go through. I don't know how I made this mistake. Maybe I was just being hasty. Maybe after so many hours of Game Awards, my brain was slightly fried. Maybe I just can't read. That would be, that. my money's on that one, FYI. But after going to the Nintendo eShop and then turning on my Switch to check that Smash was downloading, I realized that Mario Party, a game I hate, was downloading instead of Smash, a game I enjoy. What? <laughs> Shut I'll up! Mario I like the flourish you threw in there, Crowley. <laughs> oh, this is... It's just an example of the terrible, terrible, terrible people that work at Kotaku. Well, and then there is the flip out later in the article because she couldn't return it. Like she was expecting to be able to return a digital purchase. That's not really a thing. <laughs> that's not, I mean, that's not how it there's works. A, there's a little bit of that. platform you like, can do that on. You can't do that on Amazon and they do more digital than anybody. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, I, I feel sorry for a boyfriend for a whole plethora of reasons not the least of which is now he's got to sit here and play this crappy game with her again hot take mario party's fun as hell i don't i i no just just no (laughs) oh man i look i want to get into this but i don't know if we have time so we're gonna get into it and if we go over we go over because I'm not skipping this one again. Kotaku, this isn't even Kotaku. This is uh, somebody at Paste Magazine wrote an article. I referenced it last week, and I think I even threw it in the show notes. Uh, that that Red Dead Redemption Two is racist. This is wild. This this article was was a read. This article was. <laughs> it wasn't this, a good read. This was such a reach to try to get to where she was trying to get with this. It, Made no sense to me. Listen, I got to be real real with you. I'm a person of color, right? Playing Red Dead. It's a good time. I think they hired the person whose voice they liked for the character. 
call me crazy. They had a really, I mean, reading the the voice cast that they had here, they had a really diverse group. It's not like they like. It's hard to say that that was a racist production when the 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 group is wildly diverse. She just had a problem with a couple of characters. Yeah. So if you didn't read this exactly, this is this is this is an article by uh, Dia Lacina or Lakina. I don't know. I'm probably slaughtering her name, and if I am, whatever. You wrote a terrible article to begin with. <laughs> uh, basically, what she what she is putting forward is that. Uh, Rockstar has basically whitewashed uh, the voice actors because they can't find or they didn't like or they hired a white person to play uh, uh, to 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 play the voice uh, of a person of color. Whether no, he was, was he wasn't a white guy. What, what what he would see? That's even I don't even understand no, 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 this he, anymore. He, he it's was not even whitewashing. Color. He just wasn't it's, her preferred color. Yeah, this is this is what I mean. This that this whole cast is is all kinds of diverse and she just the ethnicity didn't match the character the actor that who portrays him is neither black nor indigenous so what i don't Again, understand I, I think they chose who they liked their voice for this character right they had a vision in their head of what this person sounded like this guy came in blew you know blew the chains off the door absolutely crushed it right they wanted the best product, and they made what they thought was the best product. This is this is such a reach. It really is because in the article she says notable black characters like Lenny Tilly and Anthony are voiced by black actors, Heron Atkins, Mia Davis, and David St. Louis, uh, respectively. Tatanka Means uh, and David Midhunter. Uh, among others, add their voices to the long list of incidental characters. Rockstar could have chosen any of these actors for the ones providing incidental voices or literally any black or indigenous actor in this role, but they didn't. So it's now, so it was, it used to be whitewashing is what they called it. For example, when a Scar, ScarJo, who I'm not a big fan of, uh, played in that Ghost in the, Ghost in the Shell movie, because it's supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, someone of Asian descent. And instead they whitewashed it and they put Scar Joe in there. I didn't watch the movie. I wasn't really that big on the anime. Now we've gone from whitewashing to you can't culturally appropriate anything at all ever. You can't put one minority in, in place of another minority. Right. The, the guy they cast for the role is Noshir Dalal. And he's a Japanese and Parsi actor, and that wasn't good enough, I guess. I don't understand why that's not good enough. I, you know, I don't either. And she, she says that him playing up being, in quotes, pretty damn ethnically ambiguous is a selling point because it feeds into what white supremacy in these fiercely competitive space <laughs> what? is. And acting demands and marginalized people. What? Wylan. She is Wylan. Listen, they gave a guy with a good voice a job. He sounded good. I don't I don't care what anybody He sounded says. great. He sounded good. Does it yeah. matter? And, and, Does it matter? Fact- Does it matter? If this no, guy no. was white, would it have mattered? Like would either of you two change your view on this? It it's because he's 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 not white. Is that why the two of you don't have a problem with this? Or if he was white and she was making this case saying they hired a white voice actor to to voice act for a, a person of color. This is ridiculous. Would you two have a problem with that? 
No, I, I'm going I'm to jump in here, right? So as a person of color, I want to see people of color who are voice actors get work. That's factual, right? So if there's an ethnic job coming up, I would like to see some people to get work. You know what I mean? If, if you're from certain, you know, it'd be great. But at the same time, like to me, it doesn't matter who, it, it, give the best person the job, right? This guy had a great voice. He did a great job. All his reads sound awesome. You can't tell me he doesn't sound great, right? No, it does. I thought I the voice acting the, was she's great. She's like, oh, the character's one-dimensional. He uses every part of the buffalo. Well, if he was raised by a tribe who did that, then probably that's great. You know what I mean? I don't know. I can't speak to that. What I can say is he did a damn good job on the voice and being the character for me. If this entire voice cast was white, we could have this discussion. But it wasn't. It wasn't even close to that. Not even close. Not even close. And I think it's more important that they are employing a diverse group than that the diverse group matches what's on screen. In fact, I think that's kind of a weird area to have to try to match who's playing the voice for who's the character that's being played. Everybody should just be hired to do the voices for the characters that does the best job for that character. And as long as you're, you're being an equal opportunity here, it shouldn't matter who's doing who. Let me ask you this. Does this, sort of thinking where does it end so dia believes that only that ethnicity should be cast for that role so if there is a just i'm going to throw it out there if there is a a lgbtq uh, uh role should only someone who identifies as such get that role like where does no, this line I, I think of thinking that's kind of crazy end? pants right i think we're getting into some people look for any excuse to be offended. They just do, right? The guy that plays uh, Sheldon on that show, uh, the, the the one about the smart people. I forget the name of the show. <laughs> the one about the, the guys, smart people. No, I'm just saying, look, listen, the guy's gay, right? Right. Gay. Has a husband. They live together. They have a beautiful family. Awesome, right? He plays a straight dude. He does a really good job at that character. Right. I am glad to watch him in that you know, character role. He doesn't need to be a straight dude to play a straight dude. It's like Neil Patrick Harris. I don't don't know how far this goes. I do understand what she's saying. I do want to see people of color employed for characters that should be people of color. So it's, it's a good thing, right? Uh, Some people are just taking it way, way, way too far. I guess I don't disagree with anything you've said. It, they just take it way too far. And this is a case of just a bridge too far. Way this, too far. I don't want to say that Paste Magazine is on the same level as Kotaku, but if because I haven't looked. But if the rest of their website is anything like this, it's just ridiculous. That's it's ugh, crazy think. Crazy think is what it is. What is this? Steam changes revenue share. Do we want to much talk about needed those? for the gaming community for for the actual you know content creators much needed. Okay, why is that? This this is this is a an escalation and more of a response I think because of Epic making a big swing at Steam um, with their revenue share and steam i mean steam closed the gap a little but nowhere near all the way to where epic is steam had a a 30% take on all revenue uh from developers prior uh, which now, is wild that's an insane amount of money well that's standard i mean it's a lot but it's standard that's what the app store takes that's what the google play store takes that's what 
Amazon takes when you sell stuff on there. Um, but there was no competition there and now we got competition popping up. So they, uh, valve was taking 30% and Epic announced that they're coming out and taking only 12%. And also if you use Epic's engine and you launch on their store, they waive the fee to use the engine, which is another 5%, um, which puts them in a way better position than Steam for developers. And Steam Steam came out with a, a plan now that is like tiered like taxes. The more you sell, the smaller cut they take. But I still think this is going to put more games and more exclusives on the Epic launcher. And it's going to put some competition out there for Steam. Epic's coming in hot and heavy. And it's looking real good. I mean, 88-12 is a much better percentage split. Oh, it's huge. Right? It's way, way, way more money in the developer's hands. Somebody better cue Lil Dicky save that money. This is looking pretty great for them. <laughs> I don't care. That's just, I, I don't, I don't care. Competition. So here's good. my question to both of you then, right? So I have a video library, right? Online, like a, like a digital video library. I have like 400 movies, Right. I have all of those in one repository. They right. all live on one account. Likely, if you're a PC gamer, you already have a Steam account with, what, 2, 5, 20, 100 games? Are you willing to move to a different platform so somebody else makes more money? No. I mean, so I've got I've got close to 700 games on Steam, and... Me moving seems like an insane idea to me. But just like with consoles, if we start seeing these other storefronts get unique or not unique, exclusive games that I really want to play, I'm going to have to go there. I mean, Epic is already um, announcing exclusives to their store. And maybe there's not any any real barn burners right now, but... So be. would you only buy the exclusives at that point because you have that huge repository in another place? That's the question. Well, I guess here's here's my take on it, right? So Steam doesn't charge you anything to keep those games, right? Correct. Okay, is Epic charging you to keep those games? No. Okay, so just buy the games you want on whatever platform that they have them. Right, that's that's the... But I get, I get where, where he's coming from, though, um, with... Not want it, not wanting to have multiple storefronts to go through. Like, like I suppose, same, but it's same not just me. that having multiple accounts. Think about it. Like I said, I buy a lot of movies online, man. Like, like a, we, my family watches a lot of movies. We got the surround, you know, the the sound bars and all that stuff. The huge screen. All of our movies live in one place for a reason. We could get them, you know, we could parse them out. Get some on Amazon and some on Google and some all over the place. They all live on one account. Right, because See, it makes it easier to go to what you want to play or what you want to do and access that. When you start splitting this up between two and three and four accounts, now you're like, where where did I buy GTA again? Is that in Steam? Is that in the Epic? Where, where was that? You know, This is, I think, where the genius of the Discord store is because the Discord store will pull your libraries in from Steam and Epic and put them all in one front. Yeah, I think the competition is going to... 
uh, grow these kind of things like Discord where it's going to pull from both so that your library is always at your fingertips. I don't see that it's ever going to be a problem for gamers. Gamers already go between their PC, their Xbox, their 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 PlayStation, their Switch. So they've got games on each one, and they're different. Some of these games you can get on any of the consoles, and some of them are exclusive, unless, of course, you own an Xbox, which doesn't have exclusives. So I, I don't see this Gears as Gears of War is an incredible game. Yeah, but you could probably play it you on take PC. take that back. You could play it it'll, on PC. It, it'll be on PC. Oh, fair, 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 fair. Not an exclusive. Xbox has zero exclusives. So I, I don't see this as a problem. I think competition, uh, this kind of competition, is going to breed some ingenious... Uh, ideas from the gaming community and where I think we'll be better for it. So I think this is probably only a good thing. Do either of you disagree? No, that's where I am. 100% agree. Uh, Red Dead is fixing their economy. There you go. There's your news. News is okay. done. So, so much better than it was. Oh, it's so much better. Like we made a ton of money just the first night they changed it. And plus they gave everybody 250 in-game dollars and 15 gold bars to start with. Now I can I you kill what, you those quicker. Those gold bars probably. got me some awesome clothes, though. See, I haven't spent them yet because nobody ever wants to play Red Dead Redemption Two online with Crowley. I well, always if you had do. An Xbox people would <laughs> not buying an Xbox. Never. Yeah. I I would play by myself forever instead of buying an Xbox. Posse up, boys. <laughs> All right, we have so a permanent I- posse now. We do have a primitive posse. Bad gamers, uh, what's it called? The bad gamers posse. Bad gamers anon. Uh, yeah, bad gamers anon posse. We really probably should have come up with a shorter podcast name. Uh, regardless, we have a like a couple of reviews, and, and then I have an announcement at the end. And if we've got time, we're going to try to get to the the game awards because everybody knows that I absolutely love the game awards. They do such a fantastic <laughs> job every year. Oh, I totally care what they have to say. I uh, think the, there's some sarcasm dripping out of my headphones now. I don't know what I, I you're talking about. That. I no. might have heard that. Uh, let's talk about Star Trek Fleet Command. This is a mobile game, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Star Trek comes to mobile. Uh, the story for this game now, have the two of you played it? Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Okay, a little bit. A lot. Right. Yeah, I've played it a lot. I'll be 100% honest. Uh, the story takes place in the Kelvin universe. If you don't know what that is, I'll explain it to you. It's where the A-list actor, Chris Pine, plays Captain Kirk. So it's the 2009 reboot. It's that universe. Uh, you are an independent captain and a fleet commander. Uh, there's a ton of cameos by a ton of characters. Uh, in you know Kirk, Spock, Uhura, uh, Bones, uh, uh, Scotty. Uh, there's Keenzer, Nero, Kang, Koloth. Just if you are a Star Trek Everyone. fan, yeah, like like it's just everybody in the pool. So uh, that that's the story, which is to this say is, that this, there's none. This is the best. This is the best part for me is all the cool cameos and the, the ships and stuff. Like it's it's a world, a, a universe. I want to spend as much time as possible just like looking at and being with. That's a you know what? So let's just jump to graphics because this is a. F- pretty game to look at you can it's very pretty yeah you can zoom in and out on your system map or the galaxy map and it looks really good you can zoom real close in on your ship and watch it battle uh i think it looks really good like uh, santiago what do you what, what do you say do you think this looks good i'm, I'm in the, the minority here i guess uh i'm one of those guys that don't have phones 
is that, I don't, is that I don't a, play wait, wait, mobile, man. Is that just, a, I was making a Blizzard joke. I was, was going to say, is that a Diablo joke. Immortal it, joke? It was. It was. Listen, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't game mobile, man. I just the games on mobile aren't good. They're just not. But you can game and poop. No, my favorite place. No, I, I'd rather read Kotaku so I can bash it when I chat with you. <laughs> well, fair enough. I'd rather you do that too. Uh, the, this is somebody said this is timers the game. Which there's one a of lot these? of t- I did that. There's a lot of timers in this thing, man. It's just like every other type of game yeah. like this where you have to yep. build and and so yeah, you it takes time to build your ships. It takes time to build your your space station. You have to go and you have to mine things. Like these are the mechanics of the game. Like you expand your base, you build your ships. They do have famous ships in there. Like right now, there's an event. You get the the jellyfish from the 2009 reboot, uh, which is how the Kelvin universe was introduced, where Spock was trying to save Romulus from an exploding sun, and he failed, and instead was thrown back in time, but not all about that red matter. Yeah, thrown into a different universe. Uh, So you got to mine for resources. Uh, You compete for them. There's PVE element to this game uh, that is stat based. There's no real, it's, there's no strategy to this game other than where you're at, how many people are, are with you that can help you fend off the rest of the other players. So there's a PvP element to this game, and it's all stat-based. So the faster you level up, which you can do through microtransactions, uh, the more powerful you're going to be uh, and, and the faster you will reach that that high level to where you can just dominate everyone and everything. I'm not one to put money into these games more than 20 bucks. I think I've put 10 into it. And that was just because I had 10 on my Google account. Was it for things to decrease timers? It was for resources, I believe. No, it wasn't. Yeah. I don't think I decreased any, any timers. I don't know. Let's, 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 cause look, I love the graphics on this thing because what, what about the cinematics when you build your ship? Nobody. Yeah, yeah. It's Not all it. it's all really cool to look at for sure. The music's on point. It's straight from the movie. Yep. Yeah. No. Like you guys just don't seem very excited about this, Joe. I, it plays I hit, like every other mobile game for me, right? I hit, like, I hit the wall. You're building up these fake resources, and you're building up this team towards some eventual battle with some eventual bad guy that's going to get you more resources to fight the next bad guy. Right, I mean, it, it, there's nothing really to it. It's 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 a fun time sink. I'll give you that. It's a fun time sink. If you're on the pooper and you don't have any Kotaku articles to read, so you can talk trash about them, <laughs> your pro- your time is probably not better spent anywhere else, right? So yeah, give it a go. But you know, unless it, you're taking the switch to the bathroom, Joe. Yeah. <sighs> I suppose rate it. What are you gonna like if you're gonna give this out of ten, Adam? What are you gonna give this? Uh, solid three out of ten. Three. It's no more fun than any mobile game. Wow! Uh, you know, you can play Marvel Contest of Champions. You can play this. You can play that Star Wars fight him up game. They're all you know okay. <laughs> Joe, what do you rate this game? Um, for for a mobile game, uh, if it was a, if it was on a mobile scale only, I would say it's like uh, seven or eight. <laughs> but if you put it against everything else, it's definitely like a. Th- Three or four. <laughs> Good God. Maybe I'm just that much of a Star Trek nerd. I'm going to give it like a five. It, 
So I, I liked it a lot. I played it a lot, but then I hit the inevitable wall where the timers are like longer than I want to deal with. And, and I don't, <laughs> Yeah. At that point, I played I for really half an it. hour and hit that wall. <laughs> I played for half an hour and I hit the wall. You have no patience. That's 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 the problem there. Adam. Not for you've got to wait twelve seconds to attack this bad guy because you don't have why, why? Because why? your shields aren't up. What if it was real life? Go play, go play bridge crew, and you'll understand. Like you've oh, got to have everything. So that game is so good. Oh, I love that game. Uh, yeah, all right, fine. I I'm okay with the three, <laughs> and I'm also okay with the four. I'm also okay with the five. If you're a Star Trek fan, you'll enjoy the game. I'm probably about done with it. It's certainly nothing you have to download right now. Uh, as, yeah, I suppose that's probably the the best thing I can say about the game. Let's let's talk about Creed VR. Have either of you played Creed VR? I have not. Have seen it. Have not played it. Really, really want to. Between this and Ace Combat. Makes me want to buy PSVR. Oh, I can't wait for Ace Combat. We're going to get into the games we're looking forward to a little bit later. Uh, so, Joe, you haven't played this? No, I really want to. I mean, this and uh, Astrobot are are really giving me the pulls, but I, I have not played it. I need you to stop doing curls and start playing some VR. And I'm going to tell you why. So neither of you two have played this, so I, I'm just going to get right into it. This game is amazing. We're going to start with the graphics. Like every other VR game, they're amazing. Like I'm still in awe, like over a year later of having this this VR unit. I am still in awe of the graphics that they can do in these types of games. It's just amazing. It doesn't look real. I'm a little disappointed in that. It is, there's, there's some cartoony... Uh, aspects of it with some of the effects that happen when you actually land a punch on people or when you're blocking. And I get why they do it. They do it for effect. They don't do it for for style. It's not like an art style, but they do it for effect. So I guess I'm okay with it. I'm not going to, I don't think I'll count any points off for it. I just, I wish there was a better way to do it. It is a good cross between your old school boxing games like Mike Tyson's punch out or what they called it later on, which was just punch out. Uh, and, and you know what they can do with VR. Uh, there are certain tells that you can look for in your opponents to know when you should block, when you should duck, but it's all very realistic while still being cartoony. If that makes any sense at all. Did you play the fight night games for the previous generation of consoles? Oh yeah, Absolutely. How did this hold up to that? Because I loved those games. This is, I think you're you're going to be comparing apples and oranges, and I'll tell you why. Okay. 2D versus 3D versus virtual reality. I mean, it literally. VR is a whole different world. It is. It is. Sure. It is yeah. a totally different animal. This is standing toe to toe with your opponent, looking him in the eyes trying to see when he's going to throw his punch, when he's going to block, if there's a feint. Like, there is some actual skill and strategy that go to go into this game. Whereas the other, like the, the Fight Night series, eh, it was more like Punch-Out. It was, I mean, you're watching it all unfold instead of being a part of it. So I don't, I don't know if I can give you a really good answer there other than fair. That. No, that's fair. That's fair. If you don't think that they, you can really compare it to because of the platform differences, that's a fair statement. 
Uh, let's talk about voice acting real real quick. I was really excited for this because it uses the voice actors from the movies. And it just kind of falls flat because they're used to voice acting while they actually act instead of right. just voice acting. Uh, so it was meh. I mean, it's great that you have Stallone. But to be fair, Stallone always sounds like the way he sounds in the game, I suppose. Have you guys seen the new Creed movie? Uh, yeah. I haven't seen the new one yet. No, I haven't seen the new Watched one. Watched it last first week. It's, is it it's good? Awesome. Is it? It was so fun. It, it, I love all the Rocky style movies. You know, I mean, the first Creed was great. Every one of the Rockies, except for the one with Tommy Gunn, was yeah. awesome. So. <laughs> Everything Gunn. but Rocky Five. Rocky yeah. Five doesn't exist. We don't need to talk about it. Uh, the story? There is no story. Which disappointing. Absolutely disappointing. You go into training. And you talk to your trainer, but there's no real like, hey, why am I fighting? It's just, hey, you need to train. Go do these exercises. And then when you're done, you go right into the fight. There's no, I hate this guy because there is no, I have to get this past this guy to get to. There's nothing. It is silly. Absolutely silly that there is no story. And the lack of story hinders this game. Does that go to the production cost they spent on actually bringing Stallone in and, and, and you know these other guys to, to act for the I'd, film? Michael I'd rather Jordan have a story. It doesn't come cheap, right? I'd rather have a story. I'd rather have a story, but I think it's more this is a game tied to a movie. So it's more promotion for the movie than it is anything else. And it kind of also acts as a promotion for VR, I think. So I think that's kind of where it is it would have been better served to have some kind of story. How great would it have been to play through a Rocky story? Right? Well, I I look Uh, at... To play through a legit Rocky story from start to finish would be incredible. I can't imagine the production costs behind something like that, though. I really can't. Right. So I I look at some of the things that they did when the VR first released with that VR Worlds Uh, game where you could play different things to kind of see how the VR was. And they had that heist story, that diamond heist story that needs to be expanded on. That needs to be expounded on in some way with a different game where there is a ton of story with this type of gameplay. Uh, And it would be amazing. Uh, I I want to talk about the mechanics because where the game lacks in story, it absolutely makes up for in mechanics. Uh, there is no motion sickness or what is technically the opposite of motion sickness with this game. And the way they've done that is when you walk, you move your arms like you're walking in an over-exaggerated manner and you do not get sick. I have a huge problem with VR games that are open world like this, where like Skyrim, where you're walking around, uh, it makes me sick. I, even with a fan and ginger ale or chewing gum, it just doesn't work. I still can only be in there for 20 to 30 minutes. This game I played for a long time, over an hour. Probably shouldn't have done that, but I did. It was amazing. And I had no sickness because when you walk, you over-exaggerate your arms. Yeah, I've played a few games with this locomotion method, and it's great. I really do like this the best so far. Yeah, so I, I thought that was great. Punching feels very intuitive. It, it's very natural. 
you can you can jab like you're supposed to jab. You can throw haymakers. You can do uppercuts, and it's all about blocking all work the way it's supposed to work with your hands. Yeah, like throw that. your hands up. You can lean back. You can move forward. You can lower your arms to block your 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 midsection. It's fantastic. It works the way that you think it should work. The only complaint I have is sometimes your punches don't land like the way you think they should, especially if if your opponent is doing an animation. Uh, however, yeah. the other the other thing is is that you can't like it has a hard time distinguishing when you throw a hard punch and when you're throwing a probing punch. Like if you are a student of the sweet science, you know that you've got to throw some jabs. Before you start throwing hooks, before you start throwing uppercuts, you're, you're we just got to score points too. Right. At the end of the day, right? Well, right. Yeah, I yeah. guess I just knock out all my to points. some degree. I just that's all I do. I'm a knockout artist in this game. <laughs> Coming out like Deontay Wilder, just throwing real mean hooks. I don't know what that is, but yes, I'm like Butterbean. <laughs> Probably more like Butterbean. <laughs> so I'll say this: this game, because there is no downtime in this game, it is literally train fight train fight train fight train fight by the time i was done i am an old fat out of shape man i was sweating from head to toe and i loved it it was great because you're always moving you're always you're throwing punches it's fantastic uh so neither of you two have played it i'll rate it i give this game a seven and a half if you have a vr go get it it's a lot of fun I, I really enjoy it, I, but I'm I'm a fan to of clarify, boxing. That's a real seven and a half. That's you know it's a good game. It's better than half the games, is what you're saying. Yes, I think it's better than average. Yeah, appreciate you using a real scoring system, not everything being a nine and above. Thank yeah, right. Thank you. I don't know who used to do that. I don't remember. We started name. at nine and just oh. call everything a nine point one, nine point two, nine point three, and nine point four respectively. Yeah, no, this is this this is a seven and a half. If it had story, this this would be a ten. I I really enjoy the game, but I like all VR games. There haven't been a whole lot of VR games where I've been like, this is stupid. I, there's a few. But for the most part, the majority, like I really like the the one ten VR game is Bridge Crew. That's a ten. Yeah, that game is amazing. I love it, that game. If they can throw in, and I've said this since that game, if they can throw in away missions where you go to a planet and you yep. can walk around and you've got phasers and there's an actual story, I'd stop going to work. I would, dude. I I would live in my VR yeah. unit. That's what exactly what I would for do. sure. I've got to get a VR system, man. I don't. I, I haven't prioritized it. I've been doing other things. I, I got to make it priority. Uh, speaking of priorities, let's let's talk about the video game awards. Did either of you guys watch these this, this thing? And no, I didn't watch. Do either of you two care what these imbeciles think? I, here's what I care about: what game I'm going to get an awesome game of the year edition out of? <laughs> okay. Well. No, really. I mean, I think that's, that's a fair, fair point, like, right? Like, you're going to get a pretty cool package out of this. Typically, it'll be, you know, six months after the awards, and it'll have all the DLC, or it'll have you know, something for 60 bucks. It's always a really good deal if you haven't played the game. The Game of the Year edition is usually a pretty smart buy. Yeah, okay. I suppose that's fair. Joe, you, is that all you care about, too? I mean, I don't even really care about that. I mean, it's a fair point, <laughs> but I usually play all the Game of the Years before this happens, so. Right. Same, typically. But, again, if there was one I missed... Right. I think it's, you know, that and I like seeing the indie games. 
I don't buy a lot of indie games, and so I'll usually buy the ones that are up for indie game of the year, so I can you know add them to my kind of you know uh, uh, volumes or whatever you call. It. So we'll go through this list. I don't know if we'll go through all of it, but we'll go. Th- we'll hit the big ones, I suppose, and we'll just you know say whether or not we agree with it. Uh, and, and at the end, I'll tell you why we're not going to go in depth into this. Uh, let's just start. I suppose we could start with the big one, uh, game of the year. God of War. Yeah. Everything I've seen about it leads me to believe it's an incredible game. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Such a terrible game. So bad. You're the only person that doesn't like it. How is Spider-Man? You only put like two hours into it too, right, Crowley? I mean, what's the time you've put in? I don't know. Probably four or five hours. Like, I gave the game a shot, man. I gave it a shot. What do you mean? And are you a God of War player? Have you played other God of War? No, I hate that. No, 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 no. No. He went in blind and played the first 10 minutes. It's terrible. Best action game. Again, Dead Cells. Ugh. That's solid for best action game. That's a, that's a good choice. Best action adventure game. God of War. God of War. This yeah. Is not, are you guys seeing a theme here? If it was going to win game of the year, it's going to win its category. Yeah, Let's be real. This, yeah. is, this is just crap. Best game direction. God of War. Uh, best role playing game, Monster Hunter World. I don't agree that's with that one game. either. It is, a good game. it is a good game, but I don't agree with it. I think that's a terrible choice for the best role playing game. Best narrative, Red Dead Redemption Two. I don't care. Oh, Arthur Morgan. I don't care about any of the the best independent game was Celeste. Again, look, Kingdom Come Deliverance isn't even on here. That should be your best independent game of the year. I, the rest of this, I don't. Do you guys care about the rest of this? Because I don't. No, 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 no. But when did Kingdom Come Deliverance release? February? No, it was. It was February. Yeah, that's an oversight, man. That's an oversight. That game is that game is straight fire, especially from an independent. Uh, that game's just so good. I don't know. Look, here's, here's what I'm going to announce. I'm going to announce it right now. Uh, on December 30th, live on our Discord channel in the voice channel, you can listen to the very first annual Crowley's. That's right. I will be giving out my own video game awards named after me, Crowley. So the Crowley's 12th yeah. on 1230. That's December 30th at 7 p.m. I believe it is uh, central. Maybe it might be eight. I'll get back to everybody next week. We'll put it on Discord. I'll get it on social media. But uh, yeah, live on Discord, the Crowley's. Crowley, you are a man whose ego has no bounds. None whatsoever. And oddly enough, I wasn't the one who came up with this idea. Not even one bound. No, not even one bound. Uh, this is this is going to be the Ear Glue Media Black Tie event of the year. So be there. Let's talk about our most anticipated games of 2019. Games that may or may not receive a Crowley in the future. It depends on how good or bad they are. Well, Adam, you are the special guest this week. Uh, tell us, what are your most anticipated games of 2019? First up, it's going to be, I think, you know, the one that releases the soonest, Far Cry New Dawn, right? It's it's going to be post-apocalyptic. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. Uh, got Anthem on there for certain. Days Gone, uh, the second Surge game. Crackdown 3, I don't care what you say, it's going to be so fun, dude. Whatever. 
Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is going to be a great time. I'm sold on anything Star Wars, you know, related to action games. I'm I'm 100%. Wait, 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 wait. So what are your thoughts on Battlefield or Battlefront 2? Let's not speak about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, fair enough. Yeah, I've got Gears 5 on there. I'm super stoked for Gears 5. Metro Exodus is going to be a good time. All the other Metro games have been fantastic. Um, and I, I think I called it out earlier, Ace Combat, right? That's the one that's really making me go want to go out and actually buy a PSVR is this Ace Combat game. I think it's going to be a really good time. And it might just win some awards next year, I hope, man. I don't know, man. That is an early favorite for a Crowley right there. Uh, is Ace Combat 7. I will say this about the Gears of War series. I used, when Gears of War first came out, I had uh, an Xbox 360. Wasn't that what the first Gears came out on? It was, yep. Yeah. And I would play the crap out of that with friends online in that four-on-four deathmatch stuff, and I was the god of chainsawing people in the face. Yeah, that was always fun. The Gears franchise, even if you hate on Xbox, man, pretty tough to hate on that franchise. It's it's a bunch of really great games. Yeah, I don't want to hate on it other than the fact that it's it's not even an exclusive anymore because you can play it on the PC. Way to go, Xbox. Joe- I think inclusivity is better than exclusivity. <laughs> Just more people get to enjoy the, the wonderment. Well, yeah, I suppose from a business aspect, though, exclusivity is the way to go. Yeah, because uh, inclusivity doesn't make you want to buy an Xbox. No, it really doesn't. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> Microsoft trying to be the social justice warriors of the video game. <laughs> We're all inclusive. We want people on PC to play too. Joe, what are some of the games you're looking forward to the most in 2019? Uh, I'm looking forward to Rage 2. That looks like it's going to be a big, messy, fun time. Uh, that should be a good time. The new Doom, Doom Eternal. The last new Doom was awesome. I loved that game. It was fast and angry. I'm big into that. <laughs> Anthem looks cool. The new Surge looks great. Uh, I'm looking forward to that standoff or uh, standalone Wolfenstein Youngblood story. I love the Wolfenstein reboot games. Here we've got Jedi Fallen Order. Cyberpunk looks ridiculous. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima looks ridiculous. And I have the new Metro looking like that's going to be a game that's a lot of fun to play. And much to your dismay, I'm sure, I'm also looking forward to the yet-untitled new full <laughs> Switch edition Pokemon game. Can you pet the Pokemons in this edition? Is there heavy anything, petting in Pokemon? I, I don't know anything about this, but I'm hoping there is some seriously heavy petting. <laughs> oh, my God. There's something wrong with you. I just want to snuggle up with a Pikachu. Oh, my God. Both of you. There's uh, something I wrong snuggle with, both with of you. my Eevee, and it's pretty great. I don't even I don't I don't know what any of those things are and the, yet they still anger me to no end. Uh the games that I'm looking forward to how did you guys miss Kingdom Hearts 3? I mean I do I not get, care about Kingdom Hearts. I, even I don't bit. play bad games. I, yeah. <laughs> well, that's a Crowley answer right there. So I, <laughs> points are awarded to Adam Santiago this this uh episode. I, I I get that this game has been in development so long that they still think Skrillex is a good thing. Uh, but this is going to be the best thing about this. Uh, You know what? Regardless, I don't even know why you're here, Joe devil may cry five (laughs) coming out in March. How did that escape either of your lists? Looks all right. Again, I I don't play bad games. What devil's make. (sighs) Okay. No, no, honestly, just giving you, just giving you the business. I tried to limit my list a little bit, but I think, I think devil may cry is going to be fun. 
Yeah, it just didn't just didn't make it to my top ten. All right, that's fine. Days Gone is on there. Ace Combat Seven, Skies Unknown, PSVR, early favorite for a Crowley. Uh, Shenmue Three. Do you guys not play Shenmue back in the day on the Dreamcast? Nope. It, that was so long ago. I did play it, and it was a lot of fun. It's been a long time for a reboot, brother. Well, it's, yeah, I know. I'm looking forward to it. Joe, how old were you when the when when the Dreamcast came out? Oh, young. Uh, what year did the Dreamcast come out? Yeah, I don't want to. 99, somewhere in there. Oh, man. So, yeah, launched in 99, so I would have been 13, <laughs> 12, 13 years old. Uh, then you should have been on top of the Dreamcast. Ghost of uh, Tsushima, this is this is also an early favorite for a Crowley next year. Uh, Total War Three Kingdoms. I, I, do you guys like strategy games at all? Yeah. I think they can be fun. They're not. They're not what I'm going to if I'm looking to pick up a game. Yeah. I'm. I'm first going to like a heavy RPG, like a you know Fallout or a Red Dead, and then I'm going to a first person. Total War, man. I love the Total War series. They've done a great job up to now. So I'm looking forward to Three Kingdoms. Of course, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was, I'm, I'm so, all about this. Yeah. I noticed you left off Surge too. Did you not play the first the Surge game? I don't even know what Crowley. you're talking about. Surge, it wasn't that like a a, a Jolt Cola wannabe back in the day? Oh, brother, oh, man, you, you got to check really out Surge, the Surge one. I think it's like twenty bucks. Might right even now, be less digital. than that now. Yeah, and it's 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 essentially think uh, Dark Souls in a post apocalyptic future. Super duper fun. I have no desire to play Dark Souls. Why would I want to play Dark Souls in a post apocalyptic future if I wanted to play a terrible game in the post apocalyptic future? I would have bought Fallout seventy six. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, it's scary that you know where I'm going. You're getting too predictable. Well, that's probably that's probably true. That's the show. Holy balls, we made it through a whole show, episode sixty five. Uh, Adam Santiago, sir, thank you so much for joining us this episode. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, so do you want to give out your, you don't have a, do you have a PSN? Do you, or do you just play exclusively on that crap box? Just on that crap box, but hit me up. I'm at Camps in Corner. Holler at your boy. I will uh, I will <laughs> snipe you out, though. I'm coming in hot and heavy with that black rock. I don't, I don't know what any of that means, but it sounded nope. amazing. <laughs> God, you can find Joe and I. On uh, Ear Glue Media. That's uh, earglumedia.com. Go click that Discord button and you too can join in the fun. You can also check out some of the other shows on Ear Glue Media The Basement, The Cantina Cast. Uh, there's going to be a couple of new shows coming out here pretty quick, including The Manny Faces of the Masters of the Universe. So look forward to that. Uh, that's Joe. That's Adam Santiago, Spanish for Whales Vagina. And I'm Crowley. And we will see you next week. 